0: It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and your wallet. I want you to learn ideas to me so that you can keep more of what you make. Clark.com is our main website. And I got to tell you something. Our show is a unique kind of show in that, just face it, I'm the dullest man alive. I'm not an entertainer. The only purpose of what I do is to try to be of service to you to help you do just what we say is our mission, save more, spend less, and don't get ripped off. And so I got to do a good job at that. But there are times that you feel your loyalty to me is wasted because you feel I didn't deliver. And so that's why at Clark.com we have Clark Stinks where you can go post where you feel I gave bad guidance, bad information, bad opinions, or just, I'm thick-headed. And other people can see your posts, they can comment on them, they can agree, disagree, start their own Clark Stinks post. And then weekly, producer Krista goes through your posts and shares her favorites with you here on the air. I should have
1: never encouraged you to speak. You must think I'm pretty stupid. You
2: should be ashamed of yourself. Well, maybe I'm
3: wrong,
4: maybe I'm wrong.
1: Maybe you're right, pal.
2: Okay, let's start with this one. Extended warranty. I love your advice, but it doesn't always ring true. I almost never buy an extended warranty. However, I purchased a display television at Walmart. I decided to pay the extra $70 to get the extended warranty because it was a display model. Less than three years later, the picture started going bad. Samsung refunded my entire amount, including taxes. Because television prices had plummeted, I was able to purchase a larger television for half the price. Again, it was a display model. Some Sometimes it pays to get the extended warranty not often but
0: sometimes i appreciate that and what a I'm, deal huh <laughs> i'm glad that it worked for you and think about what the poster said krista that in three years that what tvs do for you is so different i mean just 36 months is completely different which is actually why i would normally say never buy an extended warranty on a tv because they go from whatever you paid for them to a real market value of near zero in that three-year cycle. And
2: we know someone who, when 4K TVs came out, do you remember this? Spent ten thousand dollars on it.
0: Actually, uh, actually, I got to help you with that story. It was someone in our industry who, when flat-screen TVs came out, oh, it was spent even longer ago. Spent sixty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> On the first 50-inch flat-screen TV sold. $65,000. I wonder
2: what that would be invested today. That was a long time ago.
0: Right. But okay. You know, people in our industry make so much money, oh, they yeah. can just throw $65,000 okay. away. <laughs>
2: Verizon isn't all bad. Clark, I love listening to you and I know you try to give us the best information. However, I don't ever hear you say anything good about Verizon. I've had Verizon for a long time and currently have 10 lines on my plan. Each line costs less than $35 for unlimited everything. I've researched leaving because of what you say, but I always end up staying because after you get done with all the charges, my plan is cheaper." The key here is the 10 lines that share unlimited data. I hope that you will bring this up on the air. Clark doesn't really stink. He's just misinformed or hasn't done, done enough homework. Keep up the good work.
0: And uh, by the way, I do pound on Verizon all the time. because, And it's true. I am a partisan about Verizon because Verizon has always charged more than everybody else. And I haven't liked some of their policies like how they share your personal information willy-nilly so when you hear me talk about verizon talk smack about verizon sometimes i do about at&t it's because i'm trying to shake people out of their habits and get people to look at alternatives and i'm glad that you have made verizon work for you uh, financially so well for most people they're paying far far more being with verizon than being with someone else and you can look at our cell phone guide at clark dot com some of the prices available now are so incredibly cheap even if you haven't looked at prices in the last six weeks they're cheaper now than they were six weeks ago
2: you stink I followed your recommendation to add my son to one of my credit cards. He is a 21-year-old full-time college student, and I told him to file for a college credit card, as Clark Howard frequently recommends. Even though his credit score is 780, he was rejected. Why? Apparently, his income was considered not to be sufficient, as he already has a name on a credit card with a $25,000 limit. I recommend that you tell your listeners to put the child on a low-limit credit card or a credit card that you can control the limit amount. Um, Amex cards and the Costco Visa allow you to set a lower limit for authorized users.
0: Otherwise, keep up the good work. I appreciate that post very much. That's where my strategy worked too well to become a problem. Not every issuer would have evaluated that way. Most for a college student credit card, just the fact that that credit file exists, that's all that would be necessary in the case of your son. If now that he's got that established credit record, he could uh, uh, be removed. You could remove him as an authorized user, and then he could apply for any card. And with that record already being there, uh, any college student credit card, he'd be fine. But I must tell you, that's the first time I've ever heard the scenario backfiring like it did on you and your son.
2: Clark mentioned that frequent international flyers should get global entry to save time coming back through customs. I don't argue that, but I am surprised Clark didn't point people towards the customs app. It is free... And it, and it is, in my experience, just as good, if not better, than Global Entry. You download the app and complete the passport control portion as soon as you land. The app gives you a Q code to scan when you reach the customs agent. With this QR code, you walk directly out past the passport control desk, literally stepping around the people using the Global Entry kiosks. When you reach the customs agent at the end, you simply scan the Q code on your phone and you are done. I've used this free option and passed through customs faster than colleagues with Global Entry. Also, this is a good tip for non-frequent travelers as well. In the App Store, it's called Mobile Passport, at least in Apple. I don't know about the others.
0: Well, here it is on my Android. Mobile Passport, Breeze Through Customs. This app is officially authorized by U.S. Customs and Border Protection And I unlock it with my fingerprint, which validates who I am. It has my information stored in here. And you may wonder why, if I have global entry, I have this, because I've come into ports of entry where they don't have global entry, and I've used mobile passport. So even for those of us who have global entry, having mobile passport is a valuable thing. But if you don't have global entry, the poster is 100% right download the mobile passport app even if it's like the only trip you're ever going to take outside the united states in your life for returning you want the app
2: should you save your money though and not do global entry because of this
0: well i i find that global entry is extraordinary and there are times that with the mobile passport you still have a meaningful line and so for the poster that it's worked so well even better than Colleagues with Global Entry, I would say you're a very lucky person. Keep staying lucky.
2: Sending money via Walmart? Young Clark, how can you snatch the pebble from my hand if you advise people to use Walmart to send money from store to store? They charge a lot of money to do this. It clearly isn't free. It certainly isn't free. It's $4.95 to send up to $50 and $8 for 100
0: Well, you know, that is so true, Krista, is that Walmart had this free money transfer from store to store they ended it now they entered into a deal with a third party and you have to pay a fee to send money so no longer does it do any good at all so uh, the information about walmart to walmart free money transfer is no go anymore
2: clark stinks you advised the lady in the accident to go check to have the check go to the repair shop. My car was totaled, no one hurt, car drivable. The first shop wanted to only deal with the company. I said no. The insurance company offered me 5500 and let me keep the car. The repairs would have been far less. I made a few minor repairs and kept the difference, and six weeks later, my transmission went out. Had I agreed to this, I may be, have been on the hook for it, even though it was probably caused by the accident.
0: Oh, right, I love that post. Most insurers will not permit you to just get a cash, uh, get a check from them, and not do the repair. The fact that yours did and it worked out so perfectly for you is great. Sorry about the transmission croaking.
2: I heard you talking to a man whose fiance had inherited a good sum of money. She had gone into debt with medical credit cards and other cards, and he was asking how to negotiate with creditors so they could use the inheritance to start a business. What? And you gave them him advice on how to do it. Why shouldn't she use the money to pay off her debts? I don't understand how she should get a break on paying her debt. Jill.
0: Jill, all right, two things with yours, and thank you for that post. One is the moral ethical thing. So there are times that someone will ask me for advice, that I choose not to judge what they want to do and give them the advice. Because I find that if I were to say, well, you know, really, you should just pay that bill in full because that's the right thing to do. If people get in their heads that I'm going to judge them right off the bat, then they're not going to tell me their whole story anymore. They're going to change their question in a way to get the answer out of me without asking the true question. The second thing is if somebody doesn't have health insurance... The fees being billed by a medical provider are fake fees. They're usually four or five times what a real price is that someone would actually pay if they had insurance. So going through a negotiating process for an unpaid medical bill, I don't see as unethical. I get the idea of what you're talking about there, trying to get those out of the way and then use the rest to start a business. And because of the way medical billing is so perverted and so messed up, I don't have a problem with somebody negotiating a payment in full for pennies on the dollar versus a medical bill.
2: Clark, you stink by omission. Your advice to people to simply not take a payday loan ignores the fact that a single mom with the power shut off for nonpayment may have no other choice. However, many credit unions offer an alternative payday loan at a tiny fraction of the cost, generally about a $15 application fee and a 1% charge for a 30-day loan, making the total fee for a $500 payday loan just $20, including the application fee. Please include this possible option when talking to callers about payday loans, because sometimes a person may simply have no other choice. Thanks, Carl.
0: Carl, I love your post and your suggestion about the credit unions that do make payday loan equivalents and they don't work like payday loans. They're much more fair. The other idea that I have tossed out from time to time is that someone go to a pawn shop when they need money in a situation like that and put something into pawn, you're charged a much lower interest rate because you have the security of the item that you pawned that you can then go reclaim when you pay the loan plus the interest at a far, far lower cost than a payday loan.
2: Your answer to the caller who wanted to give anonymous contributions to charities was lacking. You should have told him about donor-advised funds. A number of organizations, including Fidelity and Vanguard and Schwab, provide donor-advised funds through their sponsored charities. A donor can give a charitable gift to the donor-advised fund, then the donor decides how the money will be distributed to other charities. The distributions to the other charities can be anonymous. The donor receives a charitable deduction at the time the funds are contributed to the donor-advised fund. Therefore, no receipt is needed from the charity that eventually benefits from the donation.
0: Brilliant suggestion. Donor-advised funds are fantastic. I have two of them, and they are a great way to get the most tax advantage out of a charitable donation and have the flexibility to give when and how you wish. And I appreciate all your advice, all your information to me, and the clarification you provide for me. So if you go to Clark.com, go to Clark Stinks, please let me know how I can serve you better. Ken is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Ken. Hey, how are you doing, Clark? Great, thank you, Ken. You are about to retire. Oh, my gosh, yes. I am so ready. Congratulations.
5: Thank so you did
0: you happen to be lucky enough to work at a place that you'll retire with a pension or no?
5: Yes, I, I have a pension. The company that I currently work for, I've been there for 32 years, and when I retire in another three years, I'll have 35 years.
0: Wow, so you're going to get a big chunk of what you need to live on every month just from that pension.
5: Uh, that's true. I have a pension and a 401. Wow. Me and my wife both have been very blessed with... Companies that had pensions, and uh, she has a pension. And I have one. We both have 401s, so we're you know we're right at that uh, at that time to retire, and that's you know one of the reasons why I needed to, to ask you a question. Which is uh, what around this retirement? Well, uh, a couple of days ago, we met with a financial advisor. Um, first time we've ever met with one, and he did a really good job. He put together a, a nice uh, a pamphlet for us showing you know the different. Uh, retirement options that we could take, the payouts. And um, you know he, he said he was a, you know, he's a fee-based advisor versus a commissions based broker, which that's one of the questions I had for you was the difference between, between the two. All
0: right. So and if you use the term fee based, fee based is a loaded term in the industry. That means the person charges a fee, but then the fee is waived is you buy commission-based products from the individual. Okay. You want to be with what's known as a fee only. And with a fee only, uh, he or she earns nothing from recommending anything to you, and you won't get any credit back for what you buy. You'll actually pay whoever you end up with real money. And there are two groups I'd like you to look at to find somebody. One of them is NAPFA. N-A-P as in Paul, F-A dot org. And the other is GarrettPlanningNetwork.com. They use different approaches. Look at both of them, but the beauty of both of them is that whoever you're with will be truly fee only. Glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show where it's about your empowerment with knowledge so that you can save more and spend less and don't let anyone ever rip you off. Clark.com is our main website. You can follow me at facebook.com slash Clark Howard. Okay, all year long I've been telling you about the difficulty the automakers have had selling cars, trucks, SUVs. At first it was just cars. And then over this year they started having more and more trouble selling what had been the hot end of the market, the trucks and SUVs. And used vehicles were pouring back onto dealer lots from three-year leases that were taken out in 2014. And then the hurricanes happened. And a massive number of vehicles of all shapes and sizes ended up being flood cars, destroyed by Harvey and Irma. And so then... In a very short cycle, instantly almost, the car market went from being in severe difficulty with massive oversupply to having what I think is going to turn out to be the strongest month of the year last month and the automakers had been giving bigger and bigger and bigger discounts. And then the demand that comes about because of the hurricanes, people come in and they got lucky with all the discounts that were there, but what it means is the big overhang in supply is not there anymore. I mean, I think about the automakers that have been reporting declining sales month after month, General Motors up 12% in September, Ford up 9%. Toyota up 15 percent, Nissan up 10 percent, and I mean you name one automaker after another after another that are having the strongest sales of all of 2017, but this is a temporary blip and it changes my normal guidance if you're on the bubble about being in the vehicle market, where I was telling you pre Hurricane Harvey, I had talked to you about why the car market was so much in your favor right then. Harvey comes ashore and instantly changed the equation. So we're going to go through probably another 30 days that people will be soaking up supply of vehicles who are having to replace vehicles destroyed in Harvey. And then the car market will again become more in your favor, I think, by about Thanksgiving. So all my talk pre-Harvey about all the deals out there and all that is over. But it'll be back because automakers have had six fantastic sales years in a row. And they have pretty much sold every vehicle anybody actually wanted. And so you got to let those inventories build up and there'll be opportunity once again. Allison's with us on the Clark Howard show. Allison, you suffered through one of the hurricanes. Tell me your story.
3: I did. I was in Hurricane Irma. Um, I had moved down to Jacksonville, Florida about six months ago. So this was a nice welcome. Um, Were you
0: in any danger for your life at any point during the hurricane?
3: I thought it wasn't going to be that bad, but the storm actually took a closer turn to where I live. So there were a lot of trees on our apartments, Um, and our neighborhood flooded pretty bad. We were under about, I'd say about four or five feet of water, Um, so we couldn't really go anywhere for a couple days. Um, We never lost power, but we did have a lot of trees on our actual apartments.
0: And how about in the apartment? Did you get significant water damage uh, to your possessions?
3: I didn't in my apartment, but my neighbors did have some in theirs. Um, The tree never broke through my apartment specifically, but my neighbor has went through. So he had water damage to his entire living room.
0: And I'm gathering that he didn't get hit by the tree at all, because you're talking about it like we're just talking property damage. So you got to be thankful Mm -hmm. for those things.
3: Extremely.
0: Yeah. So welcome so. to Florida. What, what additional <laughs> consequences did you suffer?
3: Um, my car was totaled um, by the pond water that flowed over. Somehow it was salt water in that pond. So the car immediately, everything rusted. everything got damaged. Um, it took days to get it towed in, to get it looked at. We're still not finished processing the entire claims or at least getting the check. Um, but now I owe 9000 because of the gap that was on the car.
0: So- and, and, well, let's talk about that gap. It's possible that the gap is a lot smaller than 9000 and the insurer is not offering you fair value for your vehicle.
3: Actually, I was underwater on the vehicle to
0: begin with ah. uh, because
3: of a high interest rate.
0: Okay, so, so you feel that the number they've come up with is accurate.
3: It's actually over what I was expecting. The Gap Insurance is actually the company who kind of found their loophole they needed not to pay out the rest. So you do have Gap Insurance? I do. They're covering $605 of the $9,000 is left over.
0: Well, that sounds like worthless Gap Insurance. The idea of Gap Insurance it is <laughs> is that it makes up the difference between what's outstanding on your loan... And Correct. what the insurance company sees as fair market value. Correct. So I'm totally confused because you are the first person I've ever heard from who had a gap policy that didn't cover the gap.
3: Well, I want to know who, what they, company they had because <laughs> the one that I had had a lot of loopholes for them to pull strings through um, basically, if you've ever changed your payment due date, um, they consider that to be late payments. So, you know, most people cut in the time in the time of their loan where they can't make their payments on the 11th anymore. They want to switch it to the 25th, closer to when they get paid. Or, you know, whatever the scenario is. Gap insurance doesn't take that into consideration. At least the company that I had does not take that into consideration.
0: Did you get it's this considered- from the dealer when you bought the car? I
3: did. That's Have you be been nice. to the dealer
0: to get them to be your advocate with the Gap Insurer?
3: I haven't because the dealer is in Virginia.
0: Oh. So well.
3: physically it's hard to get there, especially when your car
0: totaled. All right. So this sounds like a, a real mess. Mm-hmm. All right. So the insurance was issued under the laws of the state of Virginia.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So what I'm going to recommend, and this sounds terrible, is for you to file a complaint with the insurance department in the state of insur- uh, Virginia. Okay. And I'm going to get you the phone number to do that. So you you were upside down from the beginning. You took mm-hmm. out a long-term loan. You thought you were covered by buying gap insurance, and the gap insurance yep. turns out to be a joke. Yep.
3: In fact, I actually paid 850 for the gap insurance, and they're covering 605
0: that is absolutely terrible. I've got the number for you in Virginia. I We're ready. going to give it to you in a second, off the okay. air. And this is a this is a rotten, terrible story. And I want to follow it along with you, and see if there is anything you can you will be able to get help from the state of Virginia for. But also, have you talked with the dealership in Virginia? Called um, them.
3: I talked to obtain documents.
0: But you haven't called the them to talk about the problem?
3: Mm-mm, no. All right. But I didn't really think that there was much that they could do. Wait,
0: wait, wait. They made a huge commission, huge commission at that dealership mm-hmm. for selling you the gap insurance. And yeah. it's important to them that people not hear a horror story about gap insurance.
3: Yeah.
0: So um, I need for you to be an advocate for yourself with them do you know who the finance person was you dealt with when you got the car
3: i do i have her name on the contract
0: so you need to call her talk to her not not in hostile ways but just advocating for yourself that the gap insurer has not been of any use to you and that you already got hit by a hurricane you don't need another hurricane to your wallet and hang on, we're going to get you the information on talking to the Virginia Department of Insurance. I'm really sorry about all the circumstances you're dealing with in the aftermath of the hurricane. Ed is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Ed. Yeah, hi, Clark. I need some travel advice
6: from you. Um, I can read on the policy what the airline will offer, but I'm curious what you would do in my situation. Here's the deal. Um We saw a good deal for an airline flying from our city to San Juan, Puerto Rico, and we bought... Another uh, hurricane story. Yeah, mine isn't not nearly as bad as the previous callers, but um, anyway, um, so we bought to go to San Juan right after Christmas. It works out for us because grandparents are in town to watch our four kids. My wife and I were looking forward to a getaway just with us um, and the airline as of uh, yeah, uh, last week said if you're booked through September 30th then you can rebook with no fees and just today they updated if you're booked through travel through the end of October that you can rebook with no fees. If I choose to uh, ask for a travel uh, travel voucher they'll hit me with um, one hundred and fifty dollars of fees per direction plus uh, rebooking fee just to get money for future
0: travel wow the
6: the money for future travel isn't particularly useful to us because this airline serves very few markets out right of, out right of this market.
0: is one of the uh, the deep discounters or what I call them hard discounters and, so and I
6: I guess my question for you is, we, we want to go in December. If we can get away in December, great. But if we decide on the 1st of December, we're not going to go, let's look for somewhere else, there'll be no chance we'll find any deals or any places to
0: stay. Actually, actually, don't worry about that. Okay. Let time, let the clock run on this. Because depending on the resort itself, resorts work as hard as they can to get back in action particularly for the peak winter season that's coming, because that's the only way they can make their money, right?
6: Yeah, good
0: point. So uh, you've got enough time here till the end of December that what will happen is either the airline will do the same accommodation for you for November-December travelers as they've done now for September-October travelers, or hopefully things will be in good enough shape that you'll be able to go anyway and have a good time. Because in the worst scenario, you're right where you started today. But in addition, I would go ahead and do something proactively. Okay. File a complaint against the airline with the Better Business Bureau.
6: Well, um, Better Business Bureau, not
0: the Fed. Yeah, the Better – forget the Feds. Do it with the Better Business Bureau – because this is a case where moral suasion matters more than regulation. Give that a try and call me back if you need to later if you need further advice. Like you, you get uh, right around Thanksgiving just after okay. and you're still sitting there in Never Never Land. I want to hear back from you. Let's talk about where things are at that point in Puerto Rico. Excellent. Thank you, Clark. Best to you. And four kids. We got to make sure you get that time away.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Brent
0: is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Brent. How are you doing? Clark, I'm doing wonderful, and I really appreciate being on here. I've been a huge fan for a long time,
4: and I know how much that you like to improve. So I want to offer you some constructive criticism, if you don't mind. I'm ready. All right. So you always want everybody to shop around for all the various products, and I've been told a lot from you because of that, but there seems to be one exception, and that's in regards to USAA Insurance. You seem to think that they're great, and they probably are a great company, but I've had some experience with helping out some friends really save a lot of money from them by switching, and I've, I've had the experience that their service has not always been great. It is normally good sometimes, but it's not always great, I'm just wondering, how come you're not consistent when it comes to that industry as well? That
0: is a wonderful question, and it's one that I've addressed before and shared my confusion with you, because I'm always about shopping, best deal, best deal, best deal, and then with insurance, I've repeatedly said that Amica Mutual, AMICA Mutual, and USAA, in surveys, that are done by J.D. Power and Consumer Reports come up so much higher in the survey results than everybody else that I've said that it's hard to go to somebody else from one of those two because what you have insurance for is when something goes wrong and how does the company handle it when something goes wrong. And a lot of insurers, when the chips are down, they're looking at you as an adversary instead of as your partner so you bring up that you've had dealings with USAA that weren't top drawer and uh, I guess that could happen but I just in this one area with insurance I've always had this thing where I've been like well always say just look for the best deal and I talk about the advantage of reshopping your auto insurance every three years with whoever you're with but that, well, if you're with Amica or USAA, um, it's a hard thing, because even if somebody else is cheaper, they're generally so much better, maybe you should stay with them. So you, you are right to point out how um, confusing it is, and, and maybe even hypocritical for me.
4: Well, and, and I appreciate that. Um, I, I have found that it is true that a company can be a problem, but what I have found is if, like, I've got a friend of mine who's the agent. And the, what I have found is when the agent knows you, and I understand a lot of people, they don't have a personal relationship w- with an actual agent, but if you do, I have found that agent really steps up for you and can help you. And i found with USAA, and I'm not sure about the other company you mentioned, but USAA, you don't really have an agent. What some people say that doesn't really matter
0: but no, no, I understand. No. I mean, I'm with you. If you have an agent who is savvy, experienced, and goes to bat for his or her insurance, then that's extremely valuable, and that's a great relationship. And so if you've got somebody who's there who, when you do have the need, you have a claim, and you've got that agent who's in there fighting for you, to make sure you get what you should have, that's great. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. I appreciate you spending part of your day with us here on The Clark Howard Show. I want you to know that if you need consumer advice, we're here to serve you off-air for free, nine hours a day. If you go to Clark.com and go down the home screen, you'll see a section, Consumer Help and Tools, Click on Consumer Action Center and you can get that free off-the-air advice.